in the high desert in the great American Southwest. Welcome to Coast to Coast AM. John, welcome to the program. Good to have you with us. You're with us. You're with us. You're with us. Welcome to Coast to Coast PM, the number one unofficial Coast to Coast AM podcast. This is a podcast where two brothers analyze the world's largest overnight paranormal radio show called Coast to Coast AM. My name is Paul, and I am the guy that listens to this inexplicable radio show here with my brother. Hey, it's Chris. I'm the bin to your Jerry, except this monkey is not chunky. Oh, I like that one. That was fun. Was that all right? That was pretty good, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thank you. Well, Chris, there's a reason why I brought you here today. And Mm. it's because we have an episode. Yes. And I'm going to need you to trust me on this one because it's a little weird. All right. What do we got? We are going to be going back to June 2nd, 1998 to the old Art Bell episodes. And this was Art Bell's Antichrist Hotline. What? Antichrist Hotline. Okay, what does that mean? So this is where Art Bell opens a phone line dedicated exclusively to people who think they are the Antichrist. This is insane. Yeah. This is an insane thing to do. And we're going to hear from everyone from the Antichrist Hunter to uh someone who has secret knowledge of uh the antichrist relation to bigfoot <laughs> so dude, he, dude art was a madman i and that's why i was like i need you to trust it sounds weird it sounds art, weird but this is like art bell at his best in my opinion it is amazing content okay i dude i'm pretty excited about this one this is gonna get insane it's it gets weird he basically just opened the phone lines for all of the crazy people and and a lot of people who are just kind of having fun too which is is a good time so it's going to be one one heck of an episode today chris and i I can't wait dude but it's time for tim though we gotta we gotta check in with timmy tim time tim time the tim corner uh time so let's let's head over, Chris. That's, dude, I'm designating it. Tim time. time. Is that the new phrase? Yeah, that's it. So before we jump into the Antichrist hotline, we're going to hop over to the Coast to Coast AM blog with our favorite blogger, Tim Badal. Tim time. The the hero that we need but don't deserve. That's right. Tim Badal. So, Chris, today's article, Ghost of Dead Girl Possesses Indian Woman? Question mark. <laughs> Was this like a white girl? possessing the indian woman is it like a little interracial possession i don't believe so but let's let's find out let's find out a village in india is stirring after a very strange incident wherein a woman purportedly got possessed by the ghost of a dead girl who then recounted her own murder this is our second indian story in just the last few weeks oh there's way more indian stories dude there's so many indian stories really i think it should i think india is a very superstitious place and there's a lot of ghost stories that come out of it right i wonder how tim's finding this i don't know dude maybe he has some 
plug in India? Like maybe he has some sort of relationship that I'm not aware of to India. I wonder if he has a Google alert for like exorcism or something like that. You know, ghost. He has a Google alert just set to ghost. Yeah, ghost. That wouldn't shock me. HinduTimes.net. And it's like possession of young girl, you know, an old Indian woman's body. And he's like, perfect. Well, Man, every- this comes in handy. Yeah, everything that he does is based on a local media report. So I, I'm assuming he either is on some very specific subreddits or he has alerts set up. Yeah. We should get him on and ask him. Let's ask him. Let's. Oh. We do need to reach out to Tim and be like, can we please interview you? You're, you're kind of our hero on this, this show. So, according Tim to a time. according Tim to a time. local media report, Chris, the unsettling case occurred in the community of Beringia. I just butchered that last month when an unnamed college student was suddenly overtaken by what was alleged to be the spirit of a youngster who had perished in the town in July. The seemingly okay. possessed woman recalled the horrific circumstances of the youngster's death by fire and asserted that she had returned to the realm of the living to speak to her parents. Oh, wow. Did she actually find her parents? Well, amazingly, the eerie incident is said to have lasted a staggering 90 minutes, and the woman became sick shortly thereafter. A rather unnerving video of the possible possession was posted to social media in India, where it quickly went viral. In the footage, the woman can be heard wailing and screaming while revisiting the final moments of the murdered girl's life. Although skeptics, who we hate will undoubtedly say that the case was some sort of mental health episode or perhaps a very tasteless hoax. Many residents of the village believe that it was a genuinely terrifying visit from the other side. Interesting. Do we have that video? Uh, We do have the video, but I'll be honest, Chris, it's kind of just a woman screaming in Hindi, so I don't know if it makes for, like, the best content. (laughs) It'll be in the show notes, so if you really want to see a woman writhing on the ground yelling in Hindi... um be our guest but that's that's what the video is yeah to be honest it's funnier uh in article format right definitely funnier in article format this this is a woman having a mental breakdown yeah i feel less good about this story now so let's go ahead and jump into a more fun story chris which is the antichrist hotline all right and so you said this is 1998 1998 dude bill clinton is still the president of the united states yes that's this is insane okay pre 9 11 this is a different america this is a different america dude this is nato america this is running the u.n america dude this is a a different whole different field dude The, the internet is like barely a thing yeah, we we just figured it out. Everyone's still searching boobies in the uh, in the search bar because it's novel. I mean, I would love to see how many personal computers are out there in 1998. Like, probably not that many. No, and that's the funny thing too about uh, these old episodes because someone will mention like, "Oh, if you go to this website," and then Art's like, "Well, you need to describe it because most of our listeners don't have computers." Right. That's that's kind of the the situation that we're in right now. Oh, it's the transition. It's it's in a big transition. And the other thing, too, is that uh, it takes a really long time for arts audience to get computers, because let's be real, they're the last ones who are buying it. Yeah, right. Of course. I mean, they they 
are still using ham radios. And yeah, dude, instances. the cranks don't want to be plugged into the yeah. network. Yeah, I dude, don't want to be yeah. plugged into the network. I'm only sort of crank. Yeah, dude, they'll do a they'll do a ham radio chain before they, you know, get a telephone. Yeah, I I, I mean, I would do a ham radio <laughs> chain as well. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, but Chris, let's let's jump in. Jump in. So first off. Art's got to lay it down. Like, why are we doing this? Right? Like, why? Why? Why why are you opening your telephone line or, yeah, your telephone lines to people who believe they're the Antichrist? It's not the most reasonable thing in the world. That's an insane thing to do. Many, many, many people believe the Antichrist is now alive. Now, that kind of turned into a discussion the other night of, well, if he is, what do you think he is doing right now? And that's still a really good question, by the way. What do you think he's doing right now? The Antichrist, if he's out there. And that evolved into, well, then, why not open a line? Why not do it? Why not open a line? And if, the thing if is, he's out there, he's going to call our bell. Yeah, if the Antichrist is out there, he is listening to Coast to Coast AM in 1998. He is definitely listening to Coast to Coast. Definitely going to call in. What else is he doing? Dude, Art Art is a master, dude. It's so good. Absolute master. The other one he does with this, too, is uh, is with time travelers. The idea being if there is a time traveler, they're out there somewhere. So why don't we invite them to call in and hear their experiences, Um, which is pretty interesting. You know, I, I'm just now making this connection, and maybe it's because it's, it's putting me in the 1998 line of thinking. But Art Bell really is kind of like a Jerry Springer or a Howard Stern. I mean, this is he is kind of a shock jock. In in a way, he's like the paranormal shock jock. He's almost. the paranormal shock jock. Yeah, in- and, and and instead of it being like my mother's brother married my sister's aunt or something you know whatever it is he gets away with the ridiculousness because the topic itself is ridiculous and so many people didn't have access to insane things at this time i mean you had to be a part of a very niche community to even like touch some of this stuff that art talks about on a nightly basis well and it's like we've talked about before back in the day the the crank conspiracy theorists would make a video and then have people buy it and make copies and send it out to their friends it was literally a chain of like vhs tapes or cassette tapes so it was which is a really inefficient way of getting crazy thoughts out there and yeah, this is a really, this is much more efficient. It, it, this is, he had 10 million listeners, right? Yeah. So it, it is uh, a good way people kind of get in that fix. Cause who doesn't love that stuff, dude? Like, yeah, I love it. I think it's fun. Yeah. It's a blast. I'm having so much fun with this project. Oh dude. It's the best time. It's making me go crazy, but that's okay. Cause I'm having yeah. a good time while I do it. Well, let's listen to, to arts pitch, right? He's got a little antichrist pitch going on. Okay. What is normally our first time caller line, hereby cancel that line tonight, and I hereby assign it to anybody out there who believes he or, and I might add, it's eminently possible it's a she. I mean, after all, Antichrist was a man. The Antichrist could be a woman. 
got to consider that possibility. If you think you're the Antichrist, or you even, uh, if you even just a little bit think you're the Antichrist, well, now is the time to call. Just a little bit. Just a little Antichrist. Just a little bit. Dude, I love a quality art, dude. Yeah. Yeah. A quality art. It could be a woman. It could definitely be a woman. In fact, it's almost certainly a woman. Art Bell the Feminist, dude. Yeah. That's what that was. He, yeah, he was dude. before his time in a lot yeah. of ways. 98, dude. He's he's pushing the boundaries with that one. Yeah. You think only a man can do that job? Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's another little bit from his introduction that, that I thought was pretty funny. The Antichrist line is hereby uh, officially open. Now, I no doubt will not begin to answer it until the bottom of the hour because... Well, because I'm going to screen the calls to be sure of what I get. Uh, you've got to have, uh, if you're going to have an Antichrist line, you've got to have high-quality Antichrist calls. <laughs> high-quality. How is he able to screen and do the radio? Does he have a screener at this point? No, he doesn't. So what, he's, what he tries to do is screen the calls when he goes to break and then bring the person on. But oh. at some point, it proves too difficult, and he just starts bringing people on, and then he gets yeah. mad. And he's like, this is what happens when you don't screen, is that you get bullshit. Right. <laughs> but he gets a lot of good ones, too, man. He yeah. gets some high-quality Antichrist calls on this. Right. Oh, I can't wait to hear, dude. I'm yeah. so excited. All now, right, so what do you got for me? All right. First Antichrist caller, Chris. First Antichrist caller comes in. Uh, and this, this one is, you know, kind of realistic, actually. It's like, if, if you would, I, I was a big fan of like movies, like the omen, right? Like I like those kind of yeah. like evil demonic movies. And this feels yes. like a good plot for one of those movies. Rosemary's baby. Also a great one. Also a great one. That line is about to get activated. On the Antichrist line. You're on the all right, I have to pause there. That's his Antichrist line sound effect that he uses for every call. Oh my god! That's the omen sound. That's insane. He paid somebody to do that. Yeah, he was ready for this, man. He paid somebody to do that. That was and, ridiculous. And that's the thing about art, dude. He knows what this is, and he leans in. Right. He yeah, leans big in. time. And that's why it's so fun. All right, back to our first Antichrist. Hello there. Hello. You're on the air. Yes. My now, name is Nicholas. Nicholas. I'm from Kentucky. Nicholas in Kentucky, already suspicious. Nicholas. Why is that? Well, I don't know. Nicholas, I, I could imagine that somebody of true evil would take a name associated with great joy, as in St. Nicholas, as in St. Well, it was, it was given to me by my mother, so I, I'm not sure about that. Your but, mother, huh? Uh, yeah, I... It's a little difficult for me to talk about. I understand um, that. I mean, uh, how long have about you... About six months. You believe that you're the Antichrist for six months? And I would not claim to believe that, but it's something that seems to be coming uh, forced upon me. So a little spooky. A little spooky. Well, art, okay. Kind of All right. It's been forced upon me. I didn't want this mantle. Well, I like the idea of the resistant Antichrist. Right. That's a bit more intriguing. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. I didn't want to do this, man. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. kind of like, you know, the, the Last Temptation of Christ. Uh, that, right. that movie where he's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a bit more dynamic of a of a protagonist there. I guess antagonist in this situation. Should have took all the kingdoms in the world, dude. It's hard out there. All right, so this guy, we start out, his grandmother was an occultist, which okay. kind of a throwback to uh, Harlot the Witch episode, yeah. episode two or three. Yeah. Um, you know, kind I of that heard family. about the occult in a little bit, so yeah, let's go. Nothing like a good family occult lineage, man. Yeah. Last summer, my mother died in a car accident, and I was with her in the car. Uh, this was in August of 97. Yes. Uh, we took her to the hospital, and she had about a day left. Uh, I really don't know much about her background. I never knew my father. But as far as I knew, she was raised in eastern Kentucky. Uh, I was brought up Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. And she revealed to me uh, that my grandmother, who's actually British, had been involved um, in things like the Temple of the Golden Dawn. I knew nothing about this. Which the Temple of Golden Dawn, honestly, yeah. kind of lame. Well, but I mean that is a uh, that is an occult thing, you know. How the hell would this guy from Eastern Kentucky know about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, probably read it. you could you could read a book. You could read a book, but I mean that's Aleister Crowley, isn't it? Aleister Crowley was involved with the Temple of Golden Dawn. I think he was kicked out after he attempted a coup. (laughs) (laughs) Until he showed his true colors as Aleister Crowley. Yeah, until he got way too into sex magic. And then they're like, yeah, you need to leave, buddy. Please leave. Yeah. And for anyone that's not familiar, the Temple of Golden Dawn, it was essentially like a, a club for really rich British people who were into occult stuff. Yeah, they they did, like, a lot of dress-up and, you know, potions. Yeah, and a lot of, like, weird, like, sort of ritual magic that's not real, but they had fun with it, you know? It was back in the day. It's kind of lame. It's almost kind of lame to think about it. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, most of Aleister Crowley's stuff. He was just like, I'm going to masturbate into a cup and then think really hard about something, and then it will happen. That, I like the con- I like the conspiracy that he was actually a part of the uh, original British Secret Service. Why? Or why like, would they have him do that? Because he was essentially a honeypot. Oh, yeah. For all these like rich, famous people. Right. Exactly. Well, he was that. He did do a lot of honeypot, and I don't know if it was for the British, but yeah, yeah. So I've always liked that theory. Yeah. Good old Aleister Crowley. Well, Chris, our first Antichrist. Here's the big thing. This is the tell, right? The tell that every Antichrist has. He has a 666 scar from the car accident. Oh, no. Where? Yeah. Okay. Strange events, I guess you would call them, began to happen. Like what? Uh, Well, for one, my occipital bone in our accident was seriously damaged, and I had essentially lost sight in both of my eyes. I regained sight, and... uh, Well, what does that have to do with being the Antichrist? Well, it doesn't have anything to do, actually. What was strange is the scar left above my right eyebrow. What does that have to do with being It's actually uh, a 666. Oh, now that has a lot to do with it. You have have a 666 scar? A minute 666 scar. Oh, my word. And this scar is actually on the bone. It is on the bone of his, like, skull. Wow. He saw it with an X-ray is what he says. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty antichristy. 
Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, forehead scar six 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 is yeah. top line Antichrist symbology. And Chris, when it comes to the Antichrist, realistically, Antichrist has to have a job, right? Yeah. What do you, What do you think the Antichrist would do in society? I would imagine something with banking, something with insurance, something with the military industrial complex. <laughs> That's actually better than his answer. Oh, I wish okay. he was a banker. That's I feel like post 2008, if, if someone did this, you'd have to call in and say that you were a banker. Yeah. You got to be. There's the scum of the earth. Yeah. So this guy is a scientist. Oh, interesting. So, you know, oh, sort of I see what he's showing. Yeah. yeah. Anti-God. Anti-God. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I was trained as a scientist in college. I, I don't I don't go in for astrology things like this. A lot of people always did think that the Antichrist would be a scientist, by the way. Well, I was, I'm a geneticist. Actually. Oh, that cinches it right there. <laughs> Why does that? Well, because that's it's just something that everybody figures. Uh, genetics, scientists, three sixes, you're doing real well here. Uh, now I see why you believe you might be the Antichrist. Classic geneticist, dude. You can't trust him. You can't trust him, dude. Genetics equals Satan. Everyone dude, knows that. It's basically Nazis, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. All right. So this he's building a, a case for himself being the Antichrist here. Decent little case, but this is this is the kicker, Chris. Uh okay. he has healing powers. And that's I guess Antichristy. Let's do it. What has been happening is, after this incident, the preacher that my mother knew said he saw some sort of terrible aura around me now, basically a black aura, and wanted me to come to his church. Yeah. I came, and an elderly woman there, who was arthritic, asked me to heal her, and this, to me, seemed ridiculous. I, put, I actually didn't put my hand on her. She took my hand yes. and placed it on hers. Yes. Her arthritic hands. And? And about a week later, I received a call to come and visit her that she was healed. Healed the arthritis of the old lady. Why would the anti Antichrist have healing capabilities? Is there anything in the Bible about that? The Antichrist heal people? I know he, like, says he's going to bring peace, so I thought maybe he could also have, some, like, some sort of monkey's paw situation. Like, she can, uh, she now yeah. has healed hands but she can't stop uh, stealing things or something. Ooh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Monkey paw is an interesting idea. I wonder if now maybe also she's like a part of his army. Oh, like something like that. Like he's, he's given her something and now she has to give her brains. She, she has the, uh, the antichrist worm in her head now. Right. Exactly. And I apologize. Monkey Paul's an outdated reference. I should have said it. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 type situation. Uh, I know how you love your, your comic books, Chris. I don't even get the reference. You never saw that Wonder Woman? I don't even understand the, the reference. They said Monkey Paul That's in that some... movie, I think like a hundred times. Really? That's the whole bad. The, the foundation of the movie is a guy who like grants wishes and then they go bad. 
but it's a Marvel movie, and so they have to keep on explaining it to you the whole entire time. Well, it's it's most DC, of the but yeah. people who watch Marvel and DC are just too slow to understand. Yeah, it's you know you got to just smack them over the head with it. Yeah, just beat them over the For head. What I monkey think was Paul, monkey Paul, monkey Paul, <laughs> and it was like a three-hour movie of that. Right, it was not good. I didn't like it. Um, so that was caller number one, Chris. Okay. What, what do you think about caller number one? Do you, do you think we got the Antichrist on our hands? So he he's, he sells himself at the very beginning and that he said he was recently in a car accident with his mother. His mother dies in this car accident and he has at least serious enough head trauma that he has to be getting head scans. Mm-hmm. x-rays of his head i mean he just sold it to us like no dude sorry no cigar you're not the antichrist that's an excellent point that i did not think of you're getting head scans it means you probably have some serious trauma <laughs> this guy has like bruising of his brain yeah. and his doctors haven't caught it because he's in eastern kentucky in 1998 dude they're barely above medieval technology today in Dude, they, they're one of the worst states 1998 dude they're using stone tools still in kentucky oh poor guy no he may he may believe it honestly he's he just went through a serious trauma uh and he has brain damage from it like trauma from like his mother dying and you know the impact to his head yeah absolutely so anyways, well, yeah, he, he believes it. No cigar, not the actual Antichrist. Give me another one. All right. We uh, we struck out there. We got caller number two, Chris. Okay. Caller number two, Antichrist number two, coming in hot. Art answers the line, and this guy just woke up, and his phone had rang. The Antichrist line, you're on the air. Um, hi, I, I just woke up and picked up the phone. Are you, are you, are you the Antichrist? Uh, I certainly hope not. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I just picked up the... Why did you do that? When I have when I have an Antichrist line here... No. Oh, then this is happening again. It's happening again. It's like a terrible nightmare. No, you see... Oh, man. Maybe you are the Antichrist. Maybe you just were awakened by even... You, I... you know, like your ears, your pointed, pointed ears were burning. I knew this was coming... It is you, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, man. Don't breathe hard. Speak. I kept... They kept telling me every time. When the phone rings, pick it up. Oh, my. Okay. All right. Well... <laughs> then he has Devil Went Down to Georgia as the outro to go to break. <laughs> that one was kind of ridiculous. He was doing a bit, dude. He was doing yeah. a bit. Yeah. You know, and I I think it could have been a better bit, um, but I I don't think that he really stuck the landing on it. Like, no, didn't stick the landing. Didn't stick the landing. Like Art, I mean, Art was trying to help him along. He's like, dude, you're you're killing it. You're you're you have something here, and he totally messed it up. Yeah, he, he yeah. Art was very much like, I'm giving you the foundation yeah. here. Yeah, launch. Yeah. And the guy never launched. And then he's like, screw it. We're going. Yeah. 
he did the best he could. Art yeah. really did the best he could. Poor guy. Well, Chris, we got a third Antichrist also has some problems. Doesn't turn down his radio. And the one thing about Colin Hart Bell is you got to turn down your radio or there's going to be a Can't listen feedback. to yourself on the radio. That's classic. Dude, It you can't can't have the radio up, right? Getting some Hello. feedback there, caller. That's <laughs> basically what this was. Hello. Hello. You, uh, you claim to be the Antichrist? I claim to know what I know and to be who I am. Lame. All right. Do you have the radio on? No, I do not. What am I hearing in the background? Uh, you are not hearing anything. Mm, yes, I am. No, Unless you're projecting that into my head and in the heads of all my listeners, because they can hear it too. I am projecting that in your head. All right. Well, you're you're out of here. You might have been good, but you're out of here. I don't care if you are the Antichrist. If you don't turn on your radio, you get blown out of here every time. Oh man, <laughs> Art! I bet that's like such a big pet peeve for Art, dude. Oh, it's gigantic. It happens every show. Yeah, he's like, turn down the radio, turn down. Yeah, and if you don't turn down, get out of here, buddy. Get out of here. This is another excellent example of the differences between George Norrie and Art Bell. Is that George Norrie would never do anything like this. George Norrie is so nice to his callers, and Art's like, right. screw you, guy. Yeah, you know, just yeah, very you different. Don't mess, you don't mess with Art's show like that. You do not, man. You we have not. standards. We have quality control. <laughs> so much quality control on the Antichrist open line. Yes. All right. Okay. So I did. Those last two were bubkiss. Please tell me we're about to jump up in quality here. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so, Chris, because this guy quotes the uh, immortal Slim Shady in his. Oh discussion. my gosh, dude, that probably was evil at the time. Probably now it's like, now it's like silly. This this guy was probably in like the Bible Belt and was like, "This is the worst thing that I could bring up." Slim, the same Slim Shady who gets into fights with Donald Trump on Twitter. Like, are you kidding me? That's Antichrist material now. <laughs> who uh, who had his uh, battle with Machine Gun Kelly, the right. uh, punk this rapper? This looks like for me, so everybody just follow me. Antichrist line, you're on the air. Hello, Art. Yes. You called. You asked me to call. What do you need? Do you claim to be the Antichrist? So I already like this guy a little more. Yeah. I like him a little more than the other ones. He's, he's starting a little stronger than the last two, at least, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then there's many questions that I have for you. Uh, first of all, how do you know that you are the Antichrist? How dare you? I do. preconceived notions of what the Antichrist is. I don't dare. Have a valuable opportunity to talk I don't. No, I, I, I was don't. not even. I don't. I not you even tell planning. me. You I was tell not me. even planning on I'm coming calling. out to talk to the public. Okay. But this is the first show ever that said, "Will the real Antichrist please stand up?" That's correct. I oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I want to keep on hearing more from this guy. All right. So this guy has a bit of a twist here, Chris, a bit of a different yeah. interpretation of the Antichrist as well. He says he's actually Jesus. Right. Well, it's all God at the end of the day. Right? No, but he's literally Jesus. Oh, okay. let's listen. Let's listen. listen. People have a, a conception of the Antichrist that he is the devil. 
believe me, I am not the devil. It's just that this time, I don't care about the world. You saw what happened the last time that I manifested myself. They, they nailed me to a, to a tree. It's not going to happen this time because I'm going to be incognito. I am allowed to start talking about it from the year 1998 on. That is why I permitted myself to call tonight. Nice. Nice on the 1998 uh, year. Starting in the year 1998, the Antichrist may begin letting himself be known by doing late AM radio. Yeah, that's uh, I think that is in Revelations, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a rule. Yeah. So this guy, he's saying that he is the literal reincarnation of Jesus and right. that when Jesus was here, he would try to save everyone. And now he just doesn't care anymore, man. He's yeah. like, you know, grungy, like moody right. Jesus. Yeah. Who's not going to try to things. show you the way to the kingdom of heaven. You forsake me. Now, I don't even like care. Dude, I don't even care anymore, man. I don't like, even like care. You guys are lame. I don't even whatever. Like, go do your thing. Like, I'm Jesus. It's kind <laughs> no. of lame. Yeah. Teenage he's... Jesus. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's a 16 year old Jesus. And he starts talking about how there's going to be an imminent economic collapse and he could help fix it. But he's not going to bother because he doesn't care. Right. Which, I mean, I, there was an economic collapse, like, what, three years later in 01? Yeah. And then seven yeah, years dot later. com bubble. Dot com bubble. And yeah. then, yeah, the uh, financial crash of 08. So. Yeah. But What's also, wrong? the thing with that is, like, that's also just capitalism. <laughs> I could say that right, right now. There right. Won't be a I was going to say, yeah, what are we going to call the 2023 crash? Yeah. Well, I'm you gonna, heard I'm... it here. You heard it here, folks. It's coming up. Uh, and here's the other thing about Antichrist number four that uh, has me a little bit skeptical, Chris. He starts talking about how you should buy gold. Gold. 2006 is when it will start. And it will start by the United States. The world is not going to come to an end. We're just going to shuffle the deck. The United States economy will implode upon itself. 2006. 2006. I would start buying gold right now if anyone wants to believe me. He's only like a year off. He's like two years, right? No, the, no, 07, I think, is when it really starts like gaining. And then 08 is when it hit, shit hits the fan. Uh, it wasn't too off. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think he is the Antichrist? Not a bad get. He's he's prolific at this point. He's, he's prolific. He's prolific at this point. I'm going to need a little bit more evidence. That's that's all he's got, man. That's all he's got. We're going to have an economic collapse. Um, I'm taking I'm taking points off for trying to sell gold. That was what immediately lost me. That uh, was he's probably like one of these uh, TV ad gold salesmen. Yeah. And he's like, I want to make a few bucks here tonight. That is something that is pushed uh, in the right wing as well, or like libertarian circles. Like Coast to Coast AM has a lot of gold um, advertisements today uh, because it's like target audience. It's like, I don't trust the economic system. Right. I'm going to buy a bunch I'm of gold. To, yeah, I'm going and to bury buy my it. backyard. 
a bunch of worthless metals that may not be worth anything when society actually collapses. Yeah, pretty much. Something like that. Something like that. The, dude, the we least... should sell gold, dude. We should do gold ads when we start doing ads. Yeah, the least liquid asset you could possibly have is right. gold. <laughs> so... It's like, dude, buy tools or something. Buy something useful when the whole system blows up. Don't buy gold. I watched a prepper documentary, and one of the preppers, um, like Doomsday Preppers, was buying a ton of alcohol. They did not drink. But right. what they said was like when barter you know, shit hits the fan. Barter. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to use it to barter because everyone's going to want liquor. Yeah. And if you got a bunch of Jim Bean, you can trade yeah. that for other goods. And I was like, that's uh-huh. sort of genius, dude. So you heard it here first. Don't buy gold, buy liquor. Buy liquor. And ammunition. Candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. There you go, baby. So that was Antichrist number four. Didn't really sell me. Didn't really sell me. No, no. Selling gold, never a good look. So dude. give me another one. Dude. All right. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting further and further away from the Antichrist. We are a little bit because now we're going to get to the anti-Antichrist, Chris. Okay. Hello. You know who this is? No. This is not the Antichrist, but this is the anti-Antichrist, and my number is 999, and many people know it. Well... Don't I was you, called as an 11-year-old boy. Don't you me. have it turned upside down? Everybody else thinks it's six and six and six. I'm the anti-antichrist. I am 999. I am the antichrist hunter. And, and people think I'm evil because I understand everything he thinks and everything he plans. Now, you weren't listening. Did I ask for the anti-antichrist? No, I asked for the antichrist. But are So you're on the wrong line, aren't you? Well, this is very intriguing that people... Intriguing, maybe, but you're on the wrong line. I said Antichrist, not anti-anti, not Antichrist hunter. That just just gets me, dude. Art Bell's frustration with people is so funny. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Why why do you think he didn't let him go go with it for a little bit? Like, oh, you're the Antichrist hunter, you know? I kind of wish he did because I think that is a funny bit. Um, yeah, but I, I think with this, like Art was really looking for people who who think they're the Antichrist. I think that was like, and he he's not getting good stuff right now. Yeah, and he's like, stop bringing up the bullshit. Like, I yeah. want to get to the Antichrist. Right. I think part of him believed that maybe he could. Like, I, I think a very small part of him was like, maybe the Antichrist will call it. Like, tiniest little nugget of belief in there. Right. Which right. is so it's, much of the show. Yeah. Well, and I also think because Art is a storyteller, he's mm-hmm. hoping this is like one of those ways that he can reach out into the audience and find fellow storytellers. Yeah. And right now they're like kind of disappointing a little bit. I mean, we've had a couple of decent ones, but no one's been like over the moon. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like that's actually an interesting point as well. Like him looking for a good storyteller. I think that is a lot of this show too, is looking for someone that can also like weave a narrative, right? Right. And it's it's 3 a.m. You know, you're just like looking for a good story. And right. uh, we got it, we got Antichrist number five, Chris. This okay. one's gonna really disappoint you. Oh, perfect. Hello, my child. Child, your child? It is I. It is you, huh? It's really you. The one and only. How how are we to know? How what can you tell us that will make us believe you are the one? You live now and you are the one. 
There is evil everywhere, for I am the one giving it out. You're actually causing the evil. Our children are my children. So you... what are our children doing? Evil things in many cases? And you yeah. claim to be responsible for that. Who else could be responsible? Good point. Good point. What are your plans for the future? Destruction. Utter destruction? I tell one thing to all. Three evil words. Tommy Boy Malloy! Gotcha! W.A.B.C. Curtis Lee That was a, another disc jockey pranking Art Bell that was Cursed Silva from W.A.B.C. Oh. <laughs> out of New York City. Wow. Gotcha, Art. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. I looked this guy up. This was a real person. I don't think he's on the air anymore. But that was his station out of New York City. That's hilarious. He probably yeah. played that live. Oh, for everyone. 100%. That was yeah. all over his He probably played like five or six times the next day. Right. Yeah. I called into Art Bell's Antichrist line. Yeah. Pretended I was the Antichrist. Let's all laugh at Art Bell. Dude, I hate radio pranksters. Like, do you ever listen to FM radio, Chris, at all? Never. I I've completely stopped. So I used to drive a, a very old truck that I couldn't plug my phone into and I had to listen to radio every day to work. And every every freaking radio show has like the main guy who's like, you know, kind of funny, kind of serious, though. They got the uh, the lady and then they got the prankster dude with a dumb name and right. like a booger or a lunchbox or something like that. Right. Yeah, and those right, are literal names. Right. Those are both real right. names that people use. Right. And they always right. do that bullshit. And I hate it. I hate yeah. it. All right, so we got Antichrist number five, Chris. Okay. We've, we've been struggling here with our Antichrist line. Let's see yes. if we can get a good one. We need a good Antichrist. Antichrist line. You're on the air. Heart? Yes. Am I here? Well, only you know that for sure. You, I'm, But yes, uh, yes, you're, you're on the air. I mean with you. That's, that's good. Um, this is Nick... Satan, Scratch, Beelzebub, the devil, the father of lies, the enemy of righteousness, the prince of darkness. It is you. I would say. Although I do appreciate the other callers. All right, better start. All right, so he's got the old names. He's, he's got the old names down. He knows Beelzebub. That's a good That's a good starting point. Yeah, dude. yeah. yeah. Father yeah. lies, all that good stuff. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you know, kind of, you know, the old school stuff. That's the classics. You got to stick with yeah. the classics. Stick with the classics, dude. Don't try to jump the shark with all this new Antichrist stuff. Go back, Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple, stupid. Stay the, what people love. You know what I mean? Yeah. What people love. All right, so here's the thing about the Antichrist, Chris. It's all about balance. You see, there needs to be opposition in all things. There could not be a God without... Without you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know what? That, that really, really, really makes sense. I mean, how would one delineate good if one did not have evil to consider? You could not have good without bad. You could not have pleasure without pain. And, and you see, 
in the in history of the past, when we part the veil and we go back beyond, yes. we find that that there was one third of all the house of heaven that followed me. So this guy's kind of making a little bit of sense. Pretty interesting, actually. I was going to say you probably really liked it with your Gnosticism. I love my Gnosticism. You know that. Yeah, he, he fell down the Gnosticism uh, rabbit hole, dude, with some Antichrist lore, dude. Pretty good stuff. Good lore. You know, a little Gnosticism or a little Paradise Lost, you know, kind of the like yeah. a rebel hero. Uh, yes. Lucifer, I always think is fun. Yeah, um, good stuff. It's all good stuff. You know, and I think that'd be a great movie, too, where you, yeah. uh, you know, usually it's it's like Lucifer who's the antihero. But like, what about the Antichrist? You know, the you know, kind of like a son of Lucifer. Like, I'm just trying to make my way out there in this big, crazy world of ours. Could be fun. Yeah. I'm going to work on that. That's going to be our next screenplay. Well, here's the thing. And this is my favorite part about this guy. The Antichrist knows the secret behind Bigfoot, Chris. Let's go back. I don't know if you've ever done any Bigfoot shows. Have you ever done any Bigfoot shows? Absolutely. I've done lots of Bigfoot you know, shows. They've never found any, any that I know of, any real skeletons or anything of a, of a giant hairy man. And why would that be? Well, back in the in the beginning of the world, after just after Adam and Eve, uh, they had two sons, Cain and Abel. Yep. And Cain killed his brother Abel, and he was cursed that he would never be able to be killed, that he would be a wanderer and a sojourner through the world. And he said that that was too terrible for him. Cain is Sasquatch, Bigfoot, who still roams the earth today. Wow! Wow! That's a pretty interesting. That's a great theory. That's a good one, dude. That's that a is very a good one. theory. This dude called up with some info, dude. He did not. He did not wuss out like some of these other uh, so-called antichrists. This guy kind of went in with the game plan. He's sticking the landing. He really stuck it. And that's the thing, man, is that some of these people call and they think it's going to be so good. Like the guy who's like, I'm going to pretend like I just woke up and my phone rang. Yeah. But he didn't think it through. And yeah. this guy thought through his Antichrist lore. And you need good yeah. Antichrist lore if you're calling into an Antichrist yeah. hotline. That's exactly right, dude. Now, educated man. This is an educated man. And then, yeah, that's, I, I also like the idea of a soft spoken Antichrist, you know, not big and commanding yeah. and aggressive, but kind of like a little more laid back, you know, right. a little more introverted, maybe. Yeah. Because um, you're not expecting it. Right. You're not expecting that at all. Right. He's Jesus, except he's everything he's doing ends up being for a bad reason. Yeah, he's like a walking monkey's fall. <laughs> yeah. Even <laughs> when he does good, he does bad. It makes bad right? things happen. Yeah. Which I think is is kind of the foundation of the Antichrist in the Bible. I'm a little rusty on it, to be totally honest. But, you know, I when I was a kid, I watched those um, tribulation movies. Uh, and the Antichrist seemed like a cool guy until he wasn't. Right. He did seem like a very cool guy. Very smooth. Mm -hmm. Very suave. Mm -hmm. Al Pacino was a pretty good Satan and the devil's advocate. He was a great Satan in that one. So, more Al Pacino. Al and Pacino and more uh, uh, Neo. Uh, what's his name? Um, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Thank you. I was blanking there. That was a that was a tragic misstep on my part. Well, Chris, the other thing that you need apart from lore, though, is it always helps to have some cool sound effects when you call into an Antichrist hotline. Hello there. Can you hear me? I hear you. I hear you. Waiting for me to call. 
And here's the thing. This is 1998. That guy just yeah. had that sound locked and loaded yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a guy who has sounds. Why does he have that? This is a man who collects sounds and can, and probably just has an exquisite sound library of cassette tapes. Well, in, in, uh, I guess I was just trying to figure out like, what, what's a good reason for someone to have that? Like maybe he's really into Halloween uh, and that's like his Halloween soundtrack. But like he had to have been like, dude, we're doing an Antichrist hotline. Do I have the cassette for this? Yeah, it's a pretty good theory about that. He's a big Halloween guy. I was thinking he's just like an L.A. guy or something. You oh, know, he's like, kind of he's like a in movie yeah. or TV production. I mean, something like that. Even another radio guy, right? Yeah, that's also a possibility, I guess, would be another radio guy who has that kind of stuff. I, yeah, I guess if he's like a sound effects dude, he probably also doesn't sleep. Kind of stay up all night mixing. Importance. Uh, so that we have our Antichrist number seven, Chris. And this guy wants to bring aliens into it, but he has a really hard time pronouncing Zachariah Sitchin, which is a little fun. I wanted to clear a few things up. Okay. Okay, listen. All that stuff they were talking about before. I mean, now, let me ask you something about the nature of demons and devils and the rebellion and all that. Have you ever thought to ask their side of the picture? All the time, Why do they yeah. do what they do? All the time. Are you, now look, now, this is the Antichrist line. Do you claim yes, I am the Antichrist. You are. Yes, I am the oh. representative of the serpent faction on this planet. Okie dokie. Now, I want to explain a few things. Please, okay? please. Okay, now you're quite familiar with Zachariah Stitchin, right? Stitchin, Stitchin. You know, the Anunnaki. Not Stitchin. That. that sounds like somebody okay. is sewing. It's Stitchin. I'm going to give you a little history lesson. See, he almost had me until he said Stitchin wrong. And I'm like, the Antichrist will know how to pronounce Zachariah Stitchin. But he gets a little more into the Antichrist in Aliens plot line, which, fun plot line. I got to give it to him. That's a good one to go down. Give me some When humanity was created, they were created mainly to be slaves, to work in the mines, and do the bidding of the gods. We of the serpent faction, we rebelled against that idea. We didn't like the idea of creating people to be slaves. You don't like, well, in other words, you don't like work. Well, not that. You see, humans were really never meant to be intelligent or to have any kind of creativity. They were meant basically to be servo mechanisms that do the bidding of their gods. We sabotage that by teaching you ethics. Mm. And by doing that, well, you got kicked out of the garden, so to speak. You know, I never thought of it that way. So getting a little into Gnostics again, man, but mixing aliens into it, which I think is fun. Yeah, that's a very interesting idea. Um, I mean, he is kind of doing Paradise Lost a little bit with the uh, more hero Satan, but he's turning it into aliens. 
Well, yeah, it's Which also again, it's, it's fine. You know, it's a it's good yeah. lore. Yeah, it's a little mix of uh, you know, like Stargate. You know what I mean? You got Ra coming yeah. in, enslaving everyone, and and they're the serpent faction. And that's the thing is that the Christian God also an alien. God that the the God the Christians believe in really isn't God at all. It's just some alien. What they believed in was actually an imposter. You see, there was an ancient group called the Gnostics. Are you familiar with them? I am. Well, they knew that. But, of course, they kind of got killed for knowing that. Poor Gnostics. It's hard out there, dude. So, Chris, for our last clip, we have our final caller who uh, believes that the Spice Girls are actually the Antichrist. May not be uh, I know who the Antichrist is in the form of a female. In this case, it's a group. And it's the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls? Yes. If you look at their name... Well, the Spice Girls are no longer whole. Right. They're now missing one of their members, so... That's Ginger. That's right. So without Ginger, how could they be... Well... Completely evil. Okay. There was five of them. Yep. Ginger's leaving. A new one will replace them. That'll be the sixth... The sixth Spice Girl. Right. Ginger's name was six letters. And then they have one by the oh name. Oh my God! I scary. never thought of that. Yes, and they have one. Yes, and scary. Six letters. Yes. There were yes. only five, but now there will be a sixth Spice Girl. Right. And and do you expect her to have six letters in her name? Yes. So the Spice Girls, Chris. The Spice Girls are actually the Antichrist. I think this guy was being serious. This guy really believed that. I think that guy was into that theory. He's like, yeah, this is, y'all need to watch out. This is a great theory. This is a really good theory. It's funny looking back on it now in 1998, you know, at this time, like what a ridiculous thing to think I would imagine even back then. Yeah, no, it was definitely ridiculous back then. I think uh, there were probably some crazy people, though, that thought that they had some sort of weird satanic influence. I mean, think about... um, I'm fine with satan. I'm fine with satanic influence, but like the Spice Girls are not the Antichrist. Yeah, well, you know, the Antichrist is going to be five or six different people. Uh, But what that kind of reminds me of is the Astro World incident, where you know there was the the mosh pit and a bunch of people died at the concert, and everyone was like, "Oh, it was like a satanic." sacrifice yeah who was that travis scott right yeah it was travis scott so i i think that's sort of kind of the same vein of like famous right. person must be satanic you know sort right. of right i'm sure there was some crank yeah. who said that he was the antichrist travis scott right of course yeah of course yeah typical dude just typical so didn't didn't find the antichrist tonight paul I don't think we found the Antichrist on this beautiful evening in 1998, Chris, but we will keep looking because he's out there somewhere. Yeah, we're going to we're going to find that Antichrist one day. Yeah, we will get wily, dude. The Antichrist is going to be wily. He's very wily. And, you know, I, I maybe he called in and he did a bad shtick, you know, like. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe he just wasn't very impressive. Maybe he was one of the ones that we listened to. It's like, wow, this guy's lame. The best trick the devil ever pulled was making everyone believe he didn't exist. Very true, Chris. Very true. Well, on a scale of one to five pentagrams, Chris, what do you give our antichrists this evening? A fun show idea. 
I like I said, we didn't find the Antichrist. A couple of them came, like they started off all right, and then, like you said, didn't stick the landing. Um, I feel like if you're going to call and pretend that you're the Antichrist, like have some notes, have some things to walk through. Don't just wing it, dude. This is Art Bell. Show the man some respect. So I'm going to give it like two pentagrams. I, I'm also going to give it two pentagrams. I think there were a few people who were a bit more prepared and likely right. um, could have could have scored higher. But on average, I think there were a couple dunces that, that brought the average down. Um, so yeah. if we're thinking of this as I'm, a class project, uh, so some of the kids yeah. messed up. Theory, theory, good, execution, poor. Yeah, I did like art sound effects, though. I thought those yes. were those were fun. Uh, and overall, these are some episodes that we hadn't covered yet, but art did them a lot. Uh, and, and I thought it would definitely right. be good to touch on just so that we aren't we aren't missing any of the uh, the you know art bell repertoire. Right. There's there's a lot to dig into. And his open line days are are pretty interesting ones. Um, I would yeah. I would be curious to hear more of them you know depending on the lifeline i know uh or the call line i know like you mentioned that he did like a halloween ghost stories like i think that one would be really interesting as well so we'll have to do this again yeah we'll we'll definitely do that is ghost to ghost is what he calls that ghost. that was his so annual good. halloween show and yeah it's it's That's purely so um uh ghost stories from his audience so we'll we'll do that i'm yeah. thinking halloween would be a great time for that yeah, that's when that that's when that one gets dropped. Good Halloween show. Well, we will uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, but until then, thank you for listening. Share the show with your friends. Drop us five stars on whatever app you are using. It helps other people find the show. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening. We love you. Appreciate you. See you next Thursday. All conspiracy, all the time. Later.